This is the Drummer's Resource Podcast, session 233. And the quote of the day is from Bruce Lee, who said, Long-term consistency trumps short-term intensity. You're listening to the Drummer's Resource Podcast, home of in-depth interviews with the world's greatest drummers, music industry professionals, and thought leaders. Inspiration, education, and motivation for drumming, and beyond, and beyond, and beyond. What's going on, everybody? Nick Ruffini here with another session of the Drummer's Resource Podcast. And before we get into it, I want to send a special thank you to a lot of the the patrons who have been or who have joined Patreon to donate some money to the Drummer's Resource Podcast. And I'm going to say thank you. And if I pronounce your name or mispronounce your name, uh, I apologize. But thank you to Charles Coborn and, and Adam Steinberg and... Cristiano Castellito, that's a good name, Stefano Ashbridge and uh, Alan Lydiard and Mark Dome and Chris Ravelli and Craig Vonderschagen, I think that's, I got that, and Paul McAtter, McAtier, McAtter, Paul McAtter, and Rodrigo uh, Baron, Mark Colon, Francis Emil Acosta, there's a bunch of you, and uh, those are some of the people who, who have donated. Michael Scott, Buck August, uh, there's so many of you, and I want to say thank you so much to all of you for, for doing that. There's a, a longer list of, of people who have uh, contributed to this, and I will be definitely giving you a shout-out in later podcasts coming up. If you would like to be a part of the support group, if you would like to be support, part of the Patreon group, you can go to drummersresource.com forward slash Support And what that is, is a way for you to donate any dollar amount you wish every month to the podcast to help pay for some of the costs, help me hire new staff, and help me expand into other content, and which means better content for you more frequently and things like that. And you can literally donate a dollar a month all the way up to $100 a month or more. So every little bit helps. So if every one of you listening right now gave a dollar, that would be amazing one dollar a month and it would absolutely cover all of the costs and then some uh so if you're listening now and you get value from this podcast stop hit pause go to drummersresource.com forward slash support and pledge one buck one buck one dollar you can pledge more but if we all did a dollar uh it would be it would be over quickly as they say so uh, so I appreciate everyone who I just gave those shout outs to. Thank you so much. And for those of you who haven't yet supported, please go to drummersresource.com forward slash support and pledge whatever you'd like. Also, uh, speaking of support, this podcast is also supported by some ads. And one of the companies is Dream Symbols. They've been with the Drummers Resource Podcast for a while. And they have a lot of great things going on. And we're going to be doing some really cool, interesting stuff in 2017. In the meantime... Two things. One, check out their ignition pack. It's a pack of cymbals that are priced for the amateur, for the for the intermediate drummer, but they are professional grade cymbals, so they're not going to break the bank, but they're really high quality. Also, if you have a broken cymbal or if you have a chipped or dented or dinged cymbal, you can bring it into a participating dealer trade it in and get a new dream symbol and every inch of symbol that you bring in, you get a dollar off your new dream symbol or gong. So you can learn all about that at dreamsymbols.com and I suggest that you you do that. So the topic for today is consistency. And my buddy Jeremy Streifels put up a, a 
tweet yesterday and was talking about is it is it better to practice for three hours in a row or an hour you know an hour and then take a break and then practice an hour later and then take a break and then practice another hour and what i said is it's better to practice 30 minutes for 30 days or 20 minutes for 60 days and i said that consistency trumps everything and it ties into that quote that i read in the beginning that long-term consistency trumps short-term intensity all the time 100 and i've talked a little bit about it with the with the compound effect and things like that and this it, we're getting towards the end of the year and there are a lot of people already, I've seen it, that people are starting to set goals and they're saying, okay, this is what I'm going to do in 2017. And all of those things are great. And, but one of the, one of the big issues is that everyone mistakes that, that short-term intensity as the best way to get started. And so this topic is going to be not necessarily about, about developing the habit, but staying consistent at whatever you're trying to work on, whether it be you're playing, whether it be, you know, your, your practice routine, whether it be networking, trying to get more gigs, um, you know, connecting with other people or, or losing weight or whatever it is. So there are, I guess there's sort of like sips, six, sip, six tips that I have for you that you can use this in 2017 as you start going into your, into your new goal setting. Uh, so the first thing is your actual goals and setting those goals. And there are two types of goals. There are, there are outcome goals and then there's process goals. And the difference between the two, I think, is extremely important and you need to have both. So let's say, for example, that your outcome goal is to be to be able to play, I don't know, let's say paradiddles at 220. I hate that example, but I'm going to use that. If your outcome goal is to play paradiddles at 220, you then need to develop a process goal to get there. So your process goal may be, I'm going to work on my paradiddles five minutes a day, five days a week, no ifs, ands, or buts. So if you want to lose 20 pounds and you say, okay, I want to lose 20 pounds. So my process goal is going to be, I go to the gym three days a week. So rather than either looking at the goal and not figuring out how to get there, setting up these process goals of saying, okay, this is what I want to accomplish and this is what I'm going to do every day to get there. So if you want to, you know, for me, for, for, um, for interviews, I interview or I send 10 emails a day to potential interviewees. So I don't do a hundred in one day. I don't do one in one day. I just do 10 every single day. And that consistency over time, you know, doing a hundred a day, it, it's overwhelming. It takes too much time. I can do 10, I can send 10 interview or 10 emails to interviewees, potential interviewees in 15, 20 minutes and it's done. But that consistency, you know, over, a, over a week, I've sent 70 emails. So over a month, I've sent 300 emails over a year. I've sent over 3000 emails. So the, the consistency of it over time is what really, really gets it home. So if you take your goal, break it down into what your process goals are going to be. So every single thing, you got to have the outcome, then you got to have, okay, what is the, what is the thing I'm going to do every single day to get me there? And the key is the consistency of doing that little thing every single day versus doing once one huge grandiose gesture once every, you know, three weeks or every once every month. So a lot of people do that when they go to the gym, they're like, oh, I'm going to practice five hours a day or, you know, two hours a day, five days a week. Well, it just doesn't last. You're better off just trying to go to the gym three days a week, 
eating healthy and do that for a year. A little bit harder, a lot more effective. Uh, the second thing is to schedule it. So whatever you're trying to, whatever, whatever thing you're trying to get consistent at, whether it be, if you're, let's just say you want to start practicing five days a week, what a lot of people do, and they do this with the gym, they do this with things that are difficult, they do do it with things that they don't want to do, is they either put it off to the last minute or they do it when they have time or when it fits in their schedule. That's not a good way to con- to to create consistency. The best way is to schedule it. Don't leave it to the end of the day. Don't leave it to when you don't have something to do. So if you can get done work and practice, or if you are doing this full time, put a time in, in, you know, put time on the calendar every day that you're going to do it. Or a lot of people get up, you know, before their day gig and they can practice. So put it on the calendar three o'clock every day. I'm going to practice five o'clock every day. I'm going to practice 6am every day. I'm going to go to the gym, whatever it is, put it in your calendar just like it's a gig. If you have a gig at 10 o'clock, you're at that gig at 10 o'clock. You're not saying, oh, well, I got dinner planned. So sorry, I'm not going to make it to the gig tonight. It's not going to happen. So you shouldn't treat your practicing like that or any other thing that you're trying to develop consistency with. So someone says, hey, man, do you want to go out tonight? Nope. Sorry. I got to practice from seven to nine. After that, I'll come meet you. Put it in, put it in the calendar, schedule it and make sure that you do it. Third would be measure it. There's a saying, what gets measured gets managed. So if you're measuring every single thing that you're doing and you're writing down what you're doing, it's like putting a magnifying glass on that thing. If you say that you're going to practice every day, get a calendar on your wall and put an X in every block, every day that you practice, write down what you practice. If you want to eat healthier, write down every single thing that you put in your mouth every single day for a week. You'll see where you need to make some improvements on what you're eating. If you are not getting, you know, if you're not getting to your practice routine, then, or if you're not getting enough things done in the day, I tell a lot of my, my coaching clients about this, write down what you do every single day in half hour increments for a week. That'll totally put a magnifying glass on where you're losing time. So measure exactly, measure the thing that you want to uh, develop the consistency with, and then you'll see where there's gaps, where there's holes and where you can, where you can make adjustments if needed. Uh, number four is something I call it touch the handle or put in put in the 15 minutes. I sort of got this from the Michael Carvin interview that we did when he was saying that a friend of his wanted to go to the gym and he or he wanted to lose weight. And he said, here's what I want you to do. He said, I want you to drive to the gym every day, get out of your car and touch the handle, walk back, get in your car and drive home. And the guy's like, well, if I'm going to do that, I might as well go into the gym and work out. And he's like, then go into the gym and work out, but you don't have to go into the gym. So for me, I use this a lot. I use it more for going to the gym for myself than I do practice because practice, it doesn't really bother me to go practice. Sometimes it's hard, but I know that the, the outcome is worth it. And for the gym, even though the outcome is worth it, I still can't get past that thing. So, you know, I'll be sitting here talking to my wife and I say, I I don't feel like going to the gym. And she always just says, touch the handle. So I do it, you know, go out, go up to the door and I'm like, well, I'm here now. I'll at least go in and warm up. Then you go in, you warm up. Well, at least do one of the exercises that I was going to do. By the time you're there, you're halfway through, you're like, I might as well just finish the exercise or finish the workout and then you're done. So if you're that way with practice, if practice is sort of a grueling thing for you and it is for, I mean, it is for me too, but actually getting into the practice room isn't hard for me. So but if it is for you, that's totally understandable. I was I was listening to a book today called Grit, and they were talking about how how um, 
athletes and swimmers and well athletes uh mostly swimmers and boxers their training is so grueling and they were interviewing people and they were saying yeah i hated the training but i love the the outcome so i knew i just had to go in there and get into the training room or get into the pool and then the rest sort of takes care of itself so for practicing just start grab the practice pad play for five minutes play for 10 minutes play for 15 minutes once you get into it you'll find that most of the time you'll continue and you'll get that practice done for that day. You'll have a sense of accomplishment. Then the next day you go back in and do it again. The third day, fourth day, next thing you know, you don't want to break the habit and you're starting to develop this momentum that you don't want to lose. And But it may be six months down the road and you get that feeling again, like, man, I don't feel like going to do this thing. Just touch the handle, start, go there, go to the practice room, sit behind the kit, start playing, do something to get the ball rolling and that'll help you to continue with that with that momentum. Uh, five is what I call day parts and figuring out your day parts. So there's, there's mental energy that you have and there's different things that require more and less mental energy. So if you are trying to write a blog post for your drumming website and you're waiting till nine o'clock at night and you're completely exhausted and you don't have a lot of mental energy, it's going to be harder for you. It's not going to be as fun. So if you're not going to enjoy it, you're not going to want to do it. If you're not going to want to do it, then you're not going to do it. And then it's not going to get done. Then you're going to get frustrated that you're not doing it. And you're going to get hard. You're going to get down on yourself and be too hard on yourself and say, oh, I'm not doing this. And chances are you're probably setting yourself up for the failure because you've already used so much energy, so much mental energy. And by the time you get to the end of the night, you're just beat. And and cognitively, you just can't get it done. So what I suggest is think about the activity and think about where you're spending your, your, your mental energy other places and see if you can move that stuff around, see if you can eliminate some of those things. There's a reason why Steve Jobs always wore the same thing. There's a reason why Mark Zuckerberg always wears the same thing. It's because they don't want to think in the morning because... They, or they don't want to pick out their clothes in the morning because it's energy. It's cognitive energy. There's a reason why people eat the same exact thing for breakfast and lunch. It's boring, but they don't have to decide. All of that taxes your your energy levels, your mental energy. So for me, when I write, I write in the morning. And the reason why I do that is because I don't eat breakfast or I don't eat anything until noon. So I am, my, my brain is a lot more focused because it's, it's not wasting energy on digesting breakfast and all that other stuff. So all I have in the morning is coffee. I'm laser focused, which is weird. I didn't realize it until I started doing something called intermittent fasting. And that's a whole different thing, but I didn't realize that how cloudy my thinking was in the morning until I didn't start eating until I didn't eat breakfast and started eating lunch at noon. So I got this laser focus in the morning. And not only that, I felt like I could write so much faster and it just came to me a lot easier because there wasn't anything getting in the way. My, my brain wasn't going a thousand different places. It was really, really focused. So figure out where you feel more focused on things and try things around. Try practicing in the morning, try practicing at night, try writing on your lunch break, try writing in the afternoon. If you're, you know, if you work from home or whatever it is, Try to figure some of these things out and see where you have more energy. Like for me, I hate, I absolutely hate practicing in the morning. And I used to, I always used to practice at night. Then I started trying to practice in the morning and I did it for a long time. I did it for like two and a half years. And every time I was just like, man, I, I, it just sucks. I don't feel like going. I don't want to do it now. 
and I switched my routine back to nighttime and it's way better. I go there a lot easier. I get a lot more done and I feel, I, I feel like that's when I should be practicing. So it's different for everyone. So just try to figure out your day parts, conserve your mental, your, your mental energy. And that, so that way you're not discouraged when you're going into these new activities. Um, and the last piece of advice I would say is avoid starting over. And what I mean by starting over is you see this all the time where somebody starts something and they're good Monday, they're good Tuesday, they start to slip on Wednesday, they're bad Thursday, and they say, you know what, on Monday, I'm going to start over and I'm going to be strict, I'm going to be back on the on the wagon, as they say, and then Monday comes and same thing happens, Monday they're good, Tuesday they're good, Wednesday they slip, Thursday they're off, Friday it's done, oh, Monday I'm starting over again. So when you, whether it be your diet, whether it be your workout routine, whether it be your networking and you're going to email five people a day, whatever it is, if you realize on Wednesday that you're slipping, don't wait until Monday to start over, start over on Thursday or start over, you know, as soon as you notice that you're slipping, all right, that day is gone, you chalk it up to a loss, but the next day, get back at it. Because every single time you're letting those three or four days in between happen that you're not doing it, you're sort of restarting everything and you're losing that momentum, you're losing that habit. And momentum is so, so, so important when when you're developing a new habit, when you're trying to stay consistent, when when you're using the compound effect and building, building, building. And every time that you start over, it's it's so much worse to get or it's so much harder to get back into that groove. So don't start over. Restart the next, literally the next day. Don't worry about, oh, uh, well, because uh, what happens is a lot of people say, well, you know, especially with diets in the morning, they're like, oh, I ate like crap this morning or I ate like crap for lunch. So I'm just going to eat like crap for dinner too. And I don't want you to take that approach to your playing. Like, well, I missed practicing on Monday and Tuesday. Ah, whatever. I'll just skip this week and then I'll get back on Monday. No, wrong, wrong way of doing it. Start on Wednesday, get back into the habit, get back in the group. So avoid starting over. So those six things are goals. And then you want to set your outcome and your process goals and then schedule it, put that time on the calendar and make it like it's the most important meeting that you have of the day. Three, measure it. What gets measured gets managed. So write down everything that you're doing. Four, touch the handle or just start. Put in the five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes and see where that takes you. Figure out your day parts. See where you have a lot of cognitive energy and conserve any mental energy that you can. And then six, avoid starting over on Monday or the beginning of the month or the beginning of the year. You know, I put a quote up that said, you don't have to wait until January 1st to start chasing after your dreams. Start today and by January 1st, you'll be two weeks in already. So don't start over. So I hope those six things helped. If you have any questions about any of those things, uh, please do not hesitate to reach out. Also, if you dig, if you dig the podcast or any of the 230 some episodes that I've done, please consider comp- supporting it at drummersresource.com forward slash support. You can pledge anywhere from a dollar a month to five to 10 to 20 to a hundred to a thousand dollars a month. Every little bit helps. So please, please consider supporting it and for those of you who celebrate i hope that you all have an amazing christmas holiday and i'll be back on monday with a new podcast and until then keep drumming thank you so much for listening and i'll be talking to you soon peace